July 8th, 2017. A man walks into the Royal Bank in Regina, Saskatchewan with a fake bomb strapped to his chest. He slips a note to the bank teller saying, give this man $50,000. The man then whispers to the teller, someone is holding my grandson hostage. Help me. The man looks very familiar to the teller. She's definitely seen him somewhere before, but can't quite pick it. She hands over $400, all that's left in the till. The gentleman thanks the teller and rushes out the door. The teller looks down at the counter, confused. He forgot the money. This is Stupid Crime. A not-so-smooth criminal has taken the idea of an open bar to the next level. A man's comments on a Rockdale County Sheriff's Department Facebook post help get him arrested. Providence police tell us they've arrested a man wanted in a pair of unusual attempted robbery. Magistrate said the drunken prank could have ended a lot worse. With a drawn on disguise, the robber rips off a local pawn shop. A man who was part of a Tawong restaurant shooting may be one of Brisbane's dumbest criminals. And the man was arrested Thursday on warrants for felony violation. Crime does not pay. Former students in shock tonight after former broadcaster and former instructor at Red River College arrested for two bank robberies in the southern Alberta city of Medicine Hat. In the 90s, Steve Vogelsang was living the high life. He was a popular TV broadcaster, his face on billboards all over Winnipeg, and he had a fancy car, played golf every weekend with local celebrities, and he'd even get free haircuts down at the barber in town. He was one of the most recognisable faces in Manitoba and parts of Saskatchewan, thanks to his role on CTV's Evening News. Here's a look at our winning goal from tonight's game, the Moose 4-2 victory. Alexander Korolev from behind the net. The game tied at two at this point. He emerges and through a crowd, fires it upstairs. His plays of the week featuring the worst moments in the NHL, like athletes falling over or shooting own goals, were a favourite among fans. But when the Winnipeg Jets, a local NHL side, decided to move out of Winnipeg, the region's love of the sport also faded. And so did Vogelsang's career. Tomorrow afternoon will be the Bombers' first home game. 53-year-old Steve Vogelsang was a familiar face for most Winnipeggers as a longtime broadcaster at CTV in the 90s. He was also a popular journalism instructor. He eventually moved into teaching at the Red River College and was loved by his students. He kept in touch with former students and even coached them through their careers. I highly respect the guy. Really, really smart, really, really funny and was a huge, huge help in my school. But after nine years, he watched the media landscape change and he felt it needed for change himself. That's when his wife accepted a job interstate and Steve announced that he was leaving the college to pursue work in a new town. Things are looking up. In fact, students were so upset that they started a Twitter campaign. Hashtag Steve don't leave. When he quit, students made their feelings known on social media. Hashtag Steve don't leave was trending across Canada. It even culminated in a farewell party, and I'm not making this up, called Steve-a-palooza, where he arrived with his family in a stretch hummer. I mean, who the hell was this guy, you know? After struggling to find work, Steve ended up back in Winnipeg, working for the NHL team that also left many years ago, the Jets. But returning to Winnipeg also sparked up another part of Steve's life, a dark secret. He was having an affair with one of his students. His wife found out a short time later, and following a divorce, Steve also lost his new job and began to spiral into debt. By 2017, things were bad. Steve was living out of his car and he had no way out. So he thought to himself... The perfect way to clear his debts would be to take money from an institution rather than a person. And in his mind, robbing a bank didn't hurt anyone and would only help his situation. Medicine Hat Police releasing these images of the bank robberies. They say a man walked into two banks on two separate days, demanded money and left with an undisclosed amount of cash. 
His first heist took place at a bank in Regina. It was the furthest branch from the city police station, so he was smart, which could give him some extra time to escape. And while he came into that bank with a fake bomb strapped in his chest, he decided in future heists that he wouldn't use that idea. The story, though, would stay roughly the same. He'd always choose a bank at the edge of the city, and he'd park his car near a park nearby, nowhere near the bank, because if you park near the bank, you'll surely get caught. He tried to conduct the heist towards the end of the day as well, where there'd be fewer people in the branch, and he would always give the teller a note asking for two and a half thousand dollars, hoping that the teller would be able to find that money quickly and not tell anyone. Now, Steve always stayed calm in these robberies. He never ran away from the crime. He'd get his cash and he'd walk leisurely back to his car at the park, throwing his jacket and his sweatpants into the bin. It was pretty smart. Doesn't seem like a super crime so far. He'd continue in the jeans and blazer he had underneath this outfit, and one time, He even walked to a nearby bar to watch the drama unfold between the police and the bank on the TV and out the window while he ordered a drink. We're following breaking news. A suspect search sheriff's official statement began as a possible bank robbery. Like all stupid criminals, Vogelsang started to get confident. A little bit too confident. Up until this point, he'd been pretty smart. He'd parked the car a few blocks away, as we said, on a back road, hidden from sight. But something happens when you get a few good heists under your belt. You get a little bit cocky. In October 20th, 2017, Steve was feeling either cocky or maybe a bit lazy because he didn't want to walk all the way back to his car at the park like he usually did. So this time around, he thought, hey, why don't I just park in the bank's car park? Yeah, it seems like a pretty good idea, doesn't it? No way that's going to end badly. Now, Steve's confidence didn't just end there. In the early days, he would only ask for $2,500 and in some cases only leave with four, dollars $500, $600. But now, Steve's levelled up. After a couple of robberies under his belt, he's asking for large amounts of cash. And on this day in Medicine Hat, yes, there's a place called Medicine Hat in Canada, he was leaving the bank with $14,000 in hand. And as he departed, a woman drove into the bank's parking lot just as Vogelsang was driving out. That lady was Mary, and she was dropping by the bank to deposit the earnings from her cafe that week. And she noticed Vogelsang and his car leaving the bank. Why? Because also, rather than driving his usual white van to the bank, Vogelsang had also upgraded that part of his life. See, instead of investing things like, I don't know, paying off his debts entirely, maybe even leaving the country, starting a brand new life, What Steve actually did with his money was buy himself a flashy new truck. A big red one with a black top. Easy to describe and easy to spot. Later the next day, police found Vogelsang's truck sitting behind the Medicine Hat Lodge. Again, Medicine Hat for a town name. It's crazy. He had booked himself the flashiest room, the jacuzzi room. And October 21st at 3 o'clock in the morning, He answered a call while sitting enjoying a nice bottle of bubbly, probably Dom Perignon, we know he's not good with cash, and it was the front desk, telling him to head downstairs immediately because of the carbon monoxide alarm was going off. Now, the usual person would just answer that, but if you've robbed a bank, I feel like you're going to notice that there's no smoke or gases coming from your jacuzzi. But Steve was cocky, not smart. Now, he may have had a hunch that his crime spree was up, but he wrapped himself in a towel, and as soon as he went to open up the door to his motel room, three armed officers surrounded him. Nine others yelled freeze and told him to get on the ground. He began to kneel when an officer punched him in the kidneys, causing him to fall forward and lay face down on the carpet with his asshole in the air. 
Vogelsang was sentenced to six and a half years in prison and spent most of his time behind bars teaching inmates. Hopefully more about journalism than about bank robberies. I'm not really understanding what's going on, but um, it's just, it is, it's pretty mind-blowing right now to, to consider uh, someone who's been such a huge influence on me, if that is actually what he did. Vogel saying has a bail hearing for the robbery charges in Alberta tomorrow. In Winnipeg, Stephanie Lasuk, City News.